What up, what up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to the pod. This is the boys expressing emotions and feelings. What's up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the boys expressing emotions and feelings. I'm Matt McPherson, and as always, I got Jack Hennigamp. I'm a vegetarian, but I still love the beef. <laughs> got Sean Dival. What's up, boys? Good to see you. And I got Matt Nicholson, a.k.a. Stevie Nicks. What is up, cuties? Um, Happy New Year, 2023. Hey. Cheers. We missed an episode. Oops. Or missed a week, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Your boy had the flu, but it is... It was fine. It actually fucking sucked, if I'm being entirely honest. Dude, the flu is worse than COVID. Yeah, in my opinion. Well, COVID varies way more. Yeah, for sure. I think when you have the flu, like, you have the flu. Yeah. yeah. I would say, yeah, for me personally, the flu is was like a hard two weeks. You get a little better right in the middle, and then you crash super hard again. A lot of chills. Um, a lot of just feeling like absolute dog shit i was nauseous as fuck a couple days which was like right at the end too right you said yeah and like weird dude like i i tried to jerk off sometimes when i was uh, (laughs) when i had the flu but like i was so ill that after i jerked i was like releasing my fluids so like (laughs) i was like dehydrating myself you know and so i felt like shit and so like the past couple days i haven't jerked off because like i think i've like Associated it with like feeling ill, <laughs> so I can't come. <laughs> but I'll bounce back for sure. You know, I'm not worried about Don't you. Don't worry, ladies. Yeah. I'm just on the aisle for Don't a little. Worry about it. <laughs> I think it's healthy. It's probably healthy. Yeah, probably. Um, but speaking of which, you got New Year's. You guys were in Atlanta. We were. How was it? The Dirty South, as they say. Do they call it? Who that? who calls it that? I feel like Georgia is definitely part of the dirty South. <laughs> I've never, heard, I've that. never heard that term. Wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. Georgia, like definitely Alabama, Florida, for sure. Alabama seems dirty. Maybe Mississippi. <laughs> and I would, you know, South Carolina, I could see parts of South Carolina being part of like the Like in a good South. way. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a derogatory term. It sounds like, like one. <laughs> no, I don't mean like dirty. It's like. Things are a little different down. I'm sure if you were to ask someone from one of those states, they'd be like, yeah, I'm from the dirty South. (laughs) Like they get their hands dirty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like gritty, you know, it's like the rust collared. Yeah. Blue collar lifestyle. Okay. How was it though? But you guys weren't in, you were in a city. Yeah. (laughs) It's very much like a urban area. I loved it. I had a great time in Atlanta. That aquarium is the sickest thing ever. Who the fuck? They, they have fucking whale sharks in a fucking aquarium. That's sad. And you can go. It is sad. It's a huge space for it, though. Yeah. But it is But you sad. can go scuba diving with them. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah. But next time I go, I'm for sure scuba diving oh, with all to. of the creatures. Yeah. Like, when when else would you actually have the opportunity to go scuba diving with all those animals? Like I mean, you have to other go to places, like, but it's kind of cool, too, because, like, you can like see the people, right? Like we were in this tunnel. So like all the, like above you and on the sides is the fish, mm. but it's also the people scuba diving. So I looked to my right and all of a sudden there's a scuba diver. So you can wave to me like, what's up? And it was so like, it was pretty cool. There's like in there chilling with them. Is a whale shark a sh- shark or a whale? Largest shark. Interesting. But it is, it-, it is a shark. It, it's tail is horizontal, not no, wait. Its tail is this way. But can it hurt you? Vertical. No. Yeah, vertical. For listeners. Yeah, vertical. Is not horizontal. Go for humans? No, no. It, it's like a, an, other sharks, it eats like krill. 
catch. Most sharks don't go for humans either. Right, but like you can scuba with whale shark. I guess you can scuba with other sharks, but like they're safe enough where like they must be. Their shark, like their shark exhibit. I don't think you can scuba at it. Right. And we were talking to someone. They're one of three aquariums that has a tiger shark. Fuck. Yeah, and they say it's like super experimental. They're like, yeah, we have no idea what the fuck's gonna happen. We're just like, it's in, it's in the shark exhibit with other sharks, obviously. But apparently, that hasn't been nothing that's been done before. Usually, they're not in the same exhibit with other sharks because a tiger shark is at the top. Like, it's like the classic shark you can like see like in movies or like actually at the beach. That's like like fin or tail, like a fin. Yeah, it's like above water. Mm. So it's like rotating around the exhibit at the top where all the other sharks are like way underneath the water, kind of like f- swimming at your height because you're like next to them where it's way above the tiger shark or the tiger shark's way above. So it's a new experiment to Stevie's point because the tiger shark is in the same uh, exhibit as the other sharks. Is that how it is in the wild or? The, I guess they interact at times like because it's hammerheads, it's mostly hammerheads and one tiger shark. And then there's, I thought they were oceanic white tips, but there's apparently a breed called oceanic silver tips. And that's what else was in there. Um, and those are like nomadic sharks that like swim all over the world. While like, like uh, hammerheads have like a more similar migration pattern. But yeah, I definitely do think they interact in the wild. Say what up? Yeah. yeah. How do you know they're in the same like some fin dog? How do you know they're in the <laughs> same well, cause, like, area? Because I def like tiger sharks are found in like off of Florida, and that's where like most of hammerheads are. Oh, okay. Yeah. They get they're not very creative with the name of sharks. They just name them after other animals. Like I whale think that sharks, is, tiger sharks, hammerheads. You want to know what the best? <laughs> the best you shark. just call it how I see them. You know. <laughs> Hammerhead sharks, their eyes are like on the opposite Dude, that's side. That's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Do you think their field of vision is like they have the left field of vision, the right field of vision, or does it meet? Because there's no way you could. No, I was saying you can't uh, see them. I was saying it's like if you put your hand up, like right here, like right in front of your nose, like that's their vision. Like they can just see, like you think they can see in front of them? No, they can't see like right. Like if you put your hand up right here, you can't see like directly in front of you. Like they can only see like side side. And that's That'd be like I'm, a like a squid game challenge. Like they get thrown in with a hammerhead shark, oh. and they're getting fucked. They'll be like, he can't see us if we're right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Like someone figures it out, like you know, like everyone's like freaking out at the beginning of the games, and then uh, stand still, and then someone's like, "I figure it out." If you stand right in front of them, they won't see. Yeah, because like everyone's like running away. Yeah, (laughs) you gotta face your fear. How was New Year's Eve, though? Did you guys kiss any lucky ladies? No. (laughs) Someone in here got pretty lucky. I'll tell you that much. Who? You're looking at him. (laughs) Yeah. With a lady? Um, no, with three of my best friends. Oh, you kissed the homies? I kissed the kissed homies. The homies. Yeah. Did, he, did he kiss you? I, I did. kissed I kissed Sean, and then I kissed Stevie, and then I kissed Callahan. Nice. It was like boom, boom, boom. Back to back to back? Dude, it was pretty sick. O- only one of the boys that what didn't have a girlfriend got kissed. So, And it was the host. So Yeah, so shout most out. Deserve it. Shout <laughs> most deserving. Most deserving. Shout out to me. Uh, it was a ton of fun. New Year's was a great time, but our venue, first of all, it was like, Packed. It was like easily over a thousand people, and it's a huge space. Well, tell them, tell them how it went down when we first pulled up in the Uber. So we first pull up <laughs> in the Uber, and it's this like tiny little. It looks building. like a church. Yeah, it looks like a church. Like super dark, not lit up well. 
no cars in the parking lot. You don't take any lights going on inside. You don't hear any music. So it sounded like beat as hell. And the Uber driver was like, do you want me to wait out here in case it's like a dud? And then, and then we see one group walk in and they're in like jeans and a t-shirt and a t-shirt, like normal fucking clothes. And we're all like dressed in our suits and stuff. Like it's New Year's, right? So we're like, oh my fucking God. Like what did, what did we get ourselves into? Like we're the only ones dressed up. And then we got in there. And it was like the first floor was a little weird, like definitely like middle-aged people, like the food and stuff. And it was like 10 o'clock or what time did we get there? Like nine o'clock, uh, 9.30, 9.45. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know like why, like, I don't know. We were past like the food eating point, but then downstairs was like massive. There's like an ice, like there's an ice rink that was covered up. A rollerblading rink. Oh, I thought it was an ice rink. Oh, like, a, but like rollerblading. No, like, it was a hockey rink. Yeah. yeah. But like you would play rollerblade. Like if you were have like roller skates you could yeah you could on ice no there's no ice i don't think there was any ice there but it was an ice rink yeah i don't think it, i'm telling you i think it was just like a roller hockey rink like you know like so you don't think it was an ice rink you just think it was like a, a rink yeah it was just some sort of what's rink. a rink called with no ice rk what? <laughs> what? I don't know. What's it called? Is that a joke? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, keep it was going. some sort of uh, rink. Anyway, so like it was just like a huge space. Like if you went to the bathroom, I got lost the first time, like trying to figure out where we were. So it was super cool. But a major con is that all the Georgia uh, Ohio State game was on that night, and. It was not only was it Atlanta, right? So a ton of people are Georgia fans, but a lot. It was a Georgia bar, mm. like how in Arlington there's like Virginia Tech bars. It was right. a Georgia bar, so the girls were more into watching the game itself than talking to a guy they didn't know. I don't blame them. That game was fucking awesome. It was. It was. And it, it the game. Everyone, most people have seen like on Twitter, like the overlap of the ball dropping and the kick happening, like. Yeah, we literally had no time. Like, the kick happened, ball dropped. Like, game was over. They were all cheering and happy that they won the game, not that it was 2023. And we're all like, dang, man, we had no shot. Like, we had no chance. Like, honestly, going into it, we were all like, oh, like, let's try to find a girl. It's going to be so fun. But at the end of the day, like, they were so invested into that game as as what we would have been if it was Virginia so we Tech. Got the so. job done. Yeah, they're probably like, I don't give a fuck about this New Year's case. We just fucking won. <laughs> That's pretty much how it was. Yeah. Dude, I could feel that because I was talking to this girl and I was kind of, you know, slightly paying attention. I was a dog for the weekend and Georgia scored a touchdown to tie and I just started like barking my ass off right in front of her and I turned around and she was gone. I was like, yeah, this is probably how like we feel to everyone else, but I understand it. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, my mom was like, I was watching the game I was like, oh my God, they have a field goal to win. This is going to be fucking sick. My mom's like, turn, turn the channel. And I was like, no. <laughs> she's, like, it's, she's like, it's 11.59. We're watching the ball drop. I was like, no. And I got ball drop. Uh, and then we're like, oh, happy new year. I turn it back. Game over. And I was like, they fucking did. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Like literally like, a, they're like a what second. What happened? Uh, they're like literally a second off. It's crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. And even like, I don't know if you guys felt like this last year. So for context, all of us went to New Year's together last year in DC. And I felt like I like knew like what time it was. And I was like, okay, like, and when I got to like 10, 45, 11, like the girls were definitely like, okay, like I got to start to like find somebody like we're getting, I'm like, I kept looking at my watch and I was like, okay, like it's 1030. I got time. I'm like, okay, it's 11. Holy shit. It's 1130. And like, no one cared. No one cared at all. Cause it was like all dialed into the game. 
which yeah. was sick. We, sh- we should have gone upstairs with the middle-aged yeah, people because kissed us. their DJ was laying down some trap. And that's, we're in Atlanta, bro. We got to, we got to lean into it a little bit, you know? Well, dude, there was, I was in line at the bar and I don't know if I've told Stevie and Matt, uh, Jack the story yet, but, uh, I was in line at the bar with a drink and there was this cute girl in front of me, like with no one, uh, she checked her phone her phone was like dead. So I was like, like dead is in like no message. I was like, like, I got a shot. Like she's not like checking the doors or anything. And she, can't she had like red friends. fingernails and stuff. I was like, oh, like, are you cheering for Georgia? And I was like, that's got to be like easy, like opener, right? She's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, fuck. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, like Ohio, Ohio State. Nope. I'm like, okay, over two. Great. And then I was like, oh, like, do you care at all? She's like, no, no, no. I went to like Missouri. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I, I went to Texas. Like, I don't really care either. And we start chatting and we're vibing in line at the bar. And then she's like, oh, how old are you? And I was like, 24. And she's like, Oh my gosh, you're so young. And like Pat's me, and I'm like, fuck. But then like we're still having conversations. So I'm like, you know, like maybe, maybe this will work, right? Like, like I don't need anything. I just need a kiss at New Year's. And it was like 11, 15, 11, 30. Like we were getting like close. Yeah, like, I could I can spend 30 minutes here. Yeah. I was like, okay, like maybe I got a shot because we're kind of vibing. And then she got her drinks and was like, you kids have a great night and walked away. <laughs> that was like a knife to the heart, dude. I was like, I'm done. Did you think she was in her twenties? Yeah, dude. She was cute. Wow. She was cute. So I don't know if she, like at what age did she have to be to call me like kids? Maybe she um maybe she was your age, but she like wasn't about it. She's like I'm just going to pretend like I'm older. Nah, than dude, that's even worse. Than that, bro. Like this, is ha- this has happened to Sean. When you first moved to Arlington, you used to say that you'd always like flirt with older women by accident. No, the older women flirt, flirt with me. With- yeah. And you'd be like 22. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get it fucking right, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like the one time at O'Sullivan's like this, it used to be a way older crowd. It's kind of went younger. But yeah, like uh, this like... <laughs> I don't know, woman in her thirties, maybe like had like talked to one of our friends, girlfriends in the bathroom and asked about me. And she's like, yeah, he's like 23. And she like clanked my drink as she walked by me. Cause yeah, <laughs> I was like too young. She's like, cheers. All right. Yeah. That's funny. So, but I came up to this girl and she called me a kid. So I was like 28. Like that's not that much older than us. No, she, I bet she didn't get a kiss. I bet she regretted it later. She's like, Oh, I should have kissed that she young might cute have. boy. If she actually was 24 and said that, that'd be, that would be a power be move. Baller move. But that would be like uh, worse than a knife to the heart. Like, I don't know what she's that would a, be. She'd also have to be like a little psychotic to think of that on the top of the head. But Dude, I wouldn't. But now that just, if someone was talking to me and I wasn't about it, I'd be, how old are you? And they say like 24. I'd be like, oh, you're so young. You have a great rest of your night, all right? <laughs> I'll just fucking leave. Would you, dude, she didn't say, she's like said kids though. Yeah, like, that's you did. She was leaning into the act. Oh my god, she getting the message across. <laughs> yeah, she shut it down. Yeah, she's like, thanks for talking to me for ten minutes. Wouldn't yeah. you rather want it that way though? Imagine if she didn't, and then it comes down to you like going to kiss her, and she's like, "Oh, for sure, swerve." I mean, for sure, that would <laughs> that, that would be worst that case scenario. She was doing you a favor. Yeah, I guess, but like, I mean, that would be way worse. I agree with you, but I don't know. I thought we were vibing in line. Hard to read. She kept man. talking to me. Probably worried. Hard yeah. to read. So, hey, maybe she was know. just being friendly. We're though. still young, guys. So that's a. I guess that's the word. We're kid. We're hey, still young. We all talk about how old we feel. We're kids. We're still we got, kids. You got allegedly. called a kid. I did get called a kid. That's kind of lit. Hell yeah! But um, anyway, that I'm was too, a, Atlanta was fun. But that New Year's, uh, New Year's 
It wasn't a dud, but the game, as people who didn't go to Georgia, like, you know, it ruined the whole talking to girls aspect. But that's not the whole reason of New Year's. I was more happy to be with my friends I hadn't seen in months more than anything. Yeah. I mean, I was... If I was there, I wouldn't be talking to girls regardless. So <laughs> having the game on was probably a win in my book. Yeah, it was, it was fun to watch the game. And it was cool to like, experience a new city because I'd never been to Atlanta. I don't think Matt had no. either or Stevie had either. But uh, it was definitely fun to go. And it was also better. Like It wasn't just like I didn't kiss someone and everyone else did. It was like the whole, the whole squad was struggling together. It's such a high-scoring game. It just seems like there's no defense. Like in college, until you get to the NFL, really. Both of those, both of those games were no yeah. defense. Well, oh, dude! Tennessee had, or Tennessee TCU had two pick sixes. Yeah, true, true. Speaking of defense, you guys see that Demar Hamlin hit? Oh, dude, dude that was terrifying. terrifying. That was terrifying. Dude, straight out of a movie though. Return the opening kickoff. Today. The next game, the yeah. Bills did. That would have probably been one of the coolest sporting events to see live. Mm-hmm. Just that moment. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. I was. How do you? Sorry. I was listening on uh, like Sports Center, like with all like the new NFL rules and regulations about like different doctors that they have to have on field. Like they were saying, like like the only two places where he could have like gone into cardiac arrest and been like revived that quickly and that with like that high of medical expertise would have been like a hospital or a football field, like. So think. So the one thing I can thank the NFL for is they have. That there was like a throat and like nose doctor there that was like that could trach him in the moment because he needed that. And they the I heard the doctor's press conference and they like credit the on field like medical attention that he got to like how quickly he's recovering now. That's good. So, yeah, it's awesome to see him doing well. It's I read an article today in the Washington Post about how we we all saw this happen and yet we're still going to watch the NFL knowing that that could happen at any moment. It's like scary. It's terrible to say, but they the NFL, the way they've built their brand and their image up is incredibly impressive that they can deal with something like this. And people will still be like, all right, when's the one o'clock game kicking off? What's like the over under for the meaningless, like NFC South game. So it's good that he's doing well, but I think the NFL, the fact that they're denying that they weren't going to let them play again after like they saw everyone warming up and the ESPN's like, all right, we're going to go ahead and get started here in five minutes. Like, I don't know. Something needs to be done about that. I think in terms of how they handle their player safety, because he very well could have passed away. If you know what Tim was saying, if the doctors weren't acting fast enough, like how do you even continue a season? If you watch one of your teammates die on the field, I, I personally, I don't know how those players are now playing still. It takes a different type of, of man to do that yeah i think inherent like it's inherently like i agree like it's a pretty if you break if you look at it like you blow it up like football's a pretty stupid sport when you look at it it's just a bunch of guys hitting each other but like we like to watch it and i think that's just inherently what mankind likes like you take it back to like gladiator age people just enjoyed watching people getting fucked up in an arena that's basically like what football is or like ufc we just like watch Apparently, for some reason, we enjoy watching people get the hit, shit like, hit each other and yeah. stuff. So, I don't know. It is, to a certain extent, like, yeah, it's dumb. Like, we're literally just watching people 
deteriorate yeah, like, like in with, front of our eyes. With CTE. But like, we, I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation, but it's. I think it's even more interesting that people are like we go, we've never seen this happen. It literally happened a year ago with Christian Erickson at the Euro. Uh, yeah. Like he literally went to cardiac arrest. They he was dead on the field. They gave him CPR. They had to put an eye like give him the whole thing. That was just that was. And that's a non-contact sport. Yeah. Right. And just for but, like context, he didn't even get hit or anything, right? He was like running by himself and just like fell down. Yeah. So that's why I'm more interested to see what the medical report, if like the hit did cause. Because it did. It, they said that they said it, it did. did. It literally hit him in like the exact oh, right so, spot. At so the they exact said millisecond of like where his heart was. It's like a yeah. Like they had like two accent. milliseconds. Yeah, like there's in the a, heart, like it, it happens most commonly with baseball players and lacrosse players because because uh, you have to yeah you have to get hit in like the right exact spot and it has to be like a super hard impact. I didn't know it was the exact hit. So yeah, that that doesn't make sense. The because it doesn't look like a violent hit, like an overly violent hit. It's a violent hit, but it doesn't look like anything outrageous that we've seen in the NFL. But yeah, it is crazy. Like we are just taking for risk that these guys are putting their lives out on their line every single Sunday. Right. And like Jack had a really good point. Like the NFL's done such a good job at just like making it like embedded in our society. Like they own a whole day of the week for I don't know four months of the year, that's incredible. They like, own, and then they own basically two other days of the year for most of it. And then once college ends, they own the whole fucking weekend. Yeah, it's an, it's like, yeah, it's well done. Um, yeah, would you let your kids play football? And that's a great question. That crossed my mind like watching it Monday. I didn't grow up playing football, so like, I don't think I missed out on anything. I play. I know how to throw a football and stuff. So I would not. No, I don't think I'd let my kid play football. It's scary. Yeah. I don't want to say it's a a regret of mine that I didn't play like one season of organized football. I would have loved to experience it that just because I have so much fun playing pickup. But knowing what I know now and knowing how dangerous it can be and just the examples of people in the past that have lost their lives due to CTE and due to like career threatening injuries. I know the hitting camps aren't built for football. We don't have that strong, stocky build. We got the wiry, tall build, so definitely more susceptible to playing basketball and sports like that. And like, I think there's a way to enjoy football without taking into the risks. I personally don't think my kids would play football, but if they want to, like, I think it would be a conversation that I'd be willing to have with them and they would have to know all the risks and everything that would come with it because... I think when you're a kid, you can't really understand why your parents are saying, don't do this. It's for your long-term health. Like I can't even comprehend when I'm 10 years old, what I'm going to be when I'm 16. But now that I'm older and I have like more experience, I think I could tell them, Hey, you can do this, but these are the consequences. If X, Y, and Z happen kind of thing. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a no. My dad asked me this question today and I said, Yes, if my son is just a physical specimen by chance, which is not going to happen. Like my son's not going to be like 6'4", 220, like in ninth grade. But if he is, yeah, he can, he can go play DN. Like I'm, caught get, up, I'm caught up saving. <laughs> like, he, like he's getting like, if you know, like if we're talking about like some free school here, like, okay. But like my son's like not going to have a football body at all. Like, and if I played football, I would have gotten absolutely destroyed, especially when, how I looked when I was 16, I was a little skinny little twig. It would have been super dangerous. So like right now I'm no in my head, but like, like what Jack said, like maybe if like 
they like really convinced me maybe, but like as of now, no. Yes. I'm here. I'm interesting to hear your answer, Sean, because you played. Well, I only played one year and it was like middle school football. It was not like. I don't want to act like I played what football. Posi- what, uh, posi- wait, what positions did Sean, you play? Sean, your CTE shown. You uh, played for five years, actually? <laughs> <laughs> I played receiver corner and did, like, kickoffs. You did I, a lot I, of blocking. Well, I never left the field. Nice. But I, I was, like, kickoffs. And I got to return kicks, which was fun. Okay. That was my favorite sick. thing to do. And I got to return punts for a game. Did you ever and that was take like, one no, back? No, nothing cool. But... I love the team in turnovers, like defensive Ooh. turnovers. That was sick. Uh, I mean, it was fun. My team sucked. We didn't win a game. So I think I would have liked it more if would we you let you won. Kid? I no. put the team in turnovers in two. I had two turnovers. Three. Three. <laughs> Give me that. Got a pick in the end zone, boy. Uh, but no, I would not let my kid. I would not let my kid play like tackle football when they're little and they're like still developing. I maybe would let them play in high school. I really like actually like Stevie's point, like kind of changed my opinion. Like if they're like a freak, like, well, yeah, like that, that will change the rule for sure. But no, definitely. It's like, even if you do make it to the NFL, like you make bank, don't get me wrong. But unless you're like a quarterback, like you're not making like big, big time money or a left tackle. Yeah. Like there's a few positions, right? But like, if you're just a running back or a receiver, Unless you're like the best receiver, like you're not making, at least in my opinion, enough to make it worth like what you might potentially be suffering. Okay. And but you're making bands. Yeah, you are. But if you're gonna like, and the way the NFL structures their contracts is there's basically no guaranteed money if you're like the third wide receiver on a depth chart on a team. Like most of your money, you're gonna have to get through like bonuses and stuff like that. Right, and you really gotta make it to the second contract, right? So like. You got to make it like five or six years in the league and not only be good enough to survive it, but like be lucky enough not to get hurt and make it through. So that being said, like I would totally trade like my life to be an NFL player right now, but I wouldn't let my kid like play. If they wanted to be a kicker. Sure. Oh, no. oh well, my kid long snapper. I am going to train my kid to be a kicker. <laughs> I have said that before. That would be the dream. Dude, yeah. You know how sick it would be to have D1 babies. I think about that all the time. If well, I'm just like, with D1 babies with average genetics. I think we need to have skip college babies right into the pros. <laughs> That'd be pretty sick. Well, but, you know they're getting they're getting rid of those rules in more and more leagues. You got to have at least one year of college. I don't think football will do that. They're valuing the education. Yeah, I don't think football will ever do that. Yeah, because they have the three year rule. Yeah, but I don't think they'll ever like minimize that. I don't think they will ever. I yeah, think yeah. College yeah, football is way too big and. Like I can see how an 18 year old in basketball can come into like the league and figure it out and like develop dude. Like the NFL, they're just so like, obviously the NBA is like so, so much bigger, faster and stronger, but the NFL, like you're so much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I, like an 18 year old lineman versus a 24 year old lineman. Like that is a huge difference. Very true. I, the weight differences is probably like 10 to 15 pounds on the line more. Yeah. Easily more. Yeah. Where should we hit the wheel? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Dude, read them out loud, Jackie okay, boy. Let's do it. All right, today we got uh state of the world. Socializing in socializing in large groups, friends with your parents, January blues, moving for a girl, and what do you look for in a friend? Friends with your parents or friends with uh oh, I got you. Like could you be friends with your parents? All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're like, my friends have parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all, friends every, with parents. Er, everyone has parents. <laughs> Damn, you're lucky. Shit. All right, yeah, let's do it, guys. Let's yeah, spin let's that rip wheel. It. Rip that wheel. Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. What'd we get? <laughs> friends with parents. Hey. Oh. Wait, so is this? This was written is in. No, we're just my wondering. friends have parents. Yeah, do your friends have parents? No, <laughs> to be friends with your parents. Oh, oh, oh! oh are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking with me? That's funny. So this was written in by a leafer. Who? <laughs> Actually, my ex girlfriend. So shout out to my ex girlfriend Alden for writing in a question. Alden, <laughs> yeah, Alden. Right? Thanks yeah, for let's listening. Go. How do you spell that? A L D E N. Yeah, this is exactly how it sounds. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a unisex name. I like the name. You would like yeah, to think that way. It's a pretty too. name. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Um, but the question is, would, do you think if you and your parents were both in your 20s, clearly a completely hypothetical situation, and you randomly met them, would you become friends or would you be friends with them? Oh, okay. I got you. Word. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought like, you. yeah, I feel you. Like you're talking about like right now? Yeah. I'm friends with my parents right now. Uh, so, if I, like, <laughs> like if I, uh, so if I met my dad when he was 24. And your mom. Think about both. Don't exclude your mommy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think they were together at this point. Yeah. So like they were date. Like, yeah. Even like say like they were dating. Would we be friends? I mean, I would like to th think so, but they might think I'm like annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and like immature. And not like uh like this dude is too much like us. Yeah, he's like uh he's all the bad parts. This guy us. looks like us, but like he has all our bad qualities. <laughs> um I would like to think so. Probably not though, just because like I think when they were 24, they were already together. And I think my mom had my older sister when she was 25. So it's just like on a different path of life. Yeah, like they were being Real adults, yeah. Well, we're just like, what's up? I have a podcast. podcast. <laughs> you guys know what a podcast is? It's the new, <laughs> it's the new fucking thing. Uh, probably not. We just be on different wavelengths, different priorities. Yeah, we probably sense. enjoy each other's presence. I think. My dad probably socks me up in basketball and everything. Be like, all right, I gotta go take care of the kids. I'd be like, Dang. me and the boys are going for some pants. Like, you want to come with? We're grabbing some Mickey's. No. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, you, Sean? No, I'm with that. So I think if I was hanging out with my parents, I think like we would get along and have a good time. But they got married when my just after my mom turned 24. So my dad had been 25. So yeah, like what would we have like they're married like i guess we have like friends yeah. that are engaged and married. and married and we still get along so actually maybe i'm changing my opinion because i was just like oh like they were so like in a different time or like different phase of life but it looks like my mom was like never like a big partier like she didn't like go out in college like she did but like not a lot not like like we did so i still think we probably would have like me and my mom would have run in different crowds like at this age in our lives or like at my age in my life, whatever, however you want to look at it. Yeah. My dad and I, I think would have definitely gone along at, in our like young mid twenties. You guys sure. would have met at like a casino. Yeah, You'd be like say. on the same like leg of like a horse race or something. Like, yo, who do you need tonight? So oh, I need the seven and the eight. 
Probably, no way. Yeah. Me too. Probably like, oh, I love, I love like horses that run long I'd races. Like, oh, I do too. I'd be like, yo, Dybul. You'd both look and be like, what up? And I'd be like, oh, there's two Dybuls in here. Yeah, yeah. What'd your dad's name? Jeff. Jeff. Right. My name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. But yeah, so prob my dad. Yeah, my mom. Probably not. It's because we would have run in different crowds. I'm the I'm the same, but I'm flipping. I think I would have been friends with my mom not my dad me and my sister always like to say that my dad was like a nerd like in high school and college like we're like dad you have friends nerd so i don't know if <laughs> you can- <laughs> yeah i'm roasting him right now <laughs> poor um poor but my, like, your dad a dork i know he he was definitely like a fun dork okay because he's super extroverted but like he's a smart guy mm-hmm. definitely the smartest in the family so he um he was definitely the nerdy guy. My mom, you know, me and my sister like to party. We got that from someone, right? I think I got, we got it from our mom. So I think my mom at this age was still like very social and like to have some fun. And I think, and me and my mom get along like really, really well. Now I, I think I'm more like her than my dad. So I think we view the world very similarly. So I think me and my mom would have gone along really well if we were both in our twenties. But yeah, I think we like, see my dad be like look at that fucking nerd and he'd probably be like look at that fucking dumbass yeah he'd be like look at that <laughs> guy is so loud yeah. yeah he's like look at this idiot why is he sweating like, so much and <laughs> <laughs> that's my phone at Salazar <laughs> <laughs> okay and I'm a fucking dork yeah alright bro dude legitimately what he says to me like right now so yeah. what about you Jack um yeah, like obviously I would like to think so. And I think my parents are both very social individuals by themselves. But one thing is like, are you guys, this is just me or like, have you never, you don't really know how your parents act when it's just like the two of them because you've never seen it. So like right. if I were to go introduce myself to them, like would they be doing what I think they would be doing at this time? Like would they be out at a bar getting a beer, like watching the sports game or hanging out with like a, a large group of friends? Because that's like, that's how I imagine I would meet them. I don't think I would meet them just like randomly crossing paths. Like I, they would be out and like maybe I'd be hanging out with them and they'd see that I'm nearby and I don't have anyone to talk to and be like, Hey, like, come on. Like I got something I want you to meet or Hey, what's up? Like, what are you drinking? Can I buy you something? So I think in that regard, like they're very welcoming to the idea of new people. So I think they would just be friendly to me because I'm a stranger and they would let, they would want to talk to me because it's in their nature to be friendly in that manner. I don't think we'd be like the best of friends because we do have different interests, but also my mom was six years younger, is six years younger than my dad got married at 23. So like they were definitely in different points of their life. They were probably still figuring out who they were as young adults. So I think ultimately we would be friendly, but not friends, you know, like good friends. Yeah. You're mad to with your dad now though. Yeah, and I think I'm getting really like I'm You're very close t- with your mom as well. I'm pretty I'm very tight with both of my parents. I our relationship has gr- blossomed very beautifully as I've gotten older. But it's different. Not to cut you off, but it's different because he didn't meet them when they were 24. Like that was the question. Right, he met them as his parents. You're exactly right, Sean. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that, bro. It's it's interesting to think about because you only really know them as this figure in your life. Right. Like you don't think of them as normal people. They're mom and dad. But as I've gotten older, it's like No, that's what they are. I view them <laughs> I not that people. I view them less authority like with a less authority, but I 
I think I think of them more as a friend now. As a no, for sure. Like I think that like I could be like, "Yo, Steph, Mark, no, how was your day?" I mean, yeah, I say that to them. <laughs> like, how was your day? Or you know, like whatever, whatever. You know, you can rag on them a little bit. Back in the day, you would never bust your dad's balls or like make fun of him. He was he would come cracking the whip. So right. now, now it's like I can get on. You know, I can kind of I'm on their playing field a little bit more. Would your mom slap you if you called her by her first name? I'd slap myself, bro. Are you kidding me? Like, I do you do you ever call your mom and dad by their like first names? No, no. I would never. I I I'm a big believer in using first names because it makes you unique, right? Anyone can be a Mister and a Mrs., but there's only one Jack Camp or whatever. But do you call like your parents Mark and Steph, or do you call them mom and dad? Um, it's I like I would say my natural reaction is to call them mom and dad. That's weird. But <laughs> weird how that happens. I don't know why. <laughs> but as I'm getting older, like I have nicknames for them or like different monikers I use to describe them. Like my, my sisters have called my mom Stefan for the longest time. Like That's as long funny. as I've known. Stephon. Yeah. yeah. And like Marky Mark or like, my dad likes to call himself handsome. So like recently I've just been calling him what's up handsome. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why can I see your dad? But dude, this, yeah. this is how every day, like we're sitting at the bar eating dinner and you hear like the garage go and you hear the door open, but no one comes out the door and he does this slide. He goes, handsome toe. <laughs> and we're like, what's up dad? Dude, Sean's changing his name to Deshaun. Really? Yeah. Deshaun Diable. I did say that today. I was just like, like, I just Shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's like, what if I change my name to Deshaun? Do you think I get a couple inches on my vertical? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That's what's up. That's dude, but, but talking about names, um, my parents called me Stevie the other day for the first time. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, not cool. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> you named me not that. <laughs> All right, that's hilarious. Stuff. Yeah, they're like saying it like jokingly. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I can deal Give with this. Give me some beef. <laughs> it's rubbing <laughs> off, <laughs> dude. What the best is going to be like when you get in a lot of trouble and your parents are like Matthew Curtis Stephen Nicholson. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, they'll get like the full name in there. Yeah, it's hilarious. All right, should we spin it? Yeah, yeah, that was sure. that was fun. I like that. Yeah, spin that wheel. Spin it. January blues. What are January blues? Well, so like the other day, I came home from work and it was already dark outside. And I was just kind of having an existential crisis. You know, I talked to my parents about where my head was at. And they were saying that you've never really experienced a month of January where you're like doing something when you're in college, you basically have the entire month of January off. When you're in high school, you have a decent chunk of January off. Like there's all this pressure to start anew and turn a new leaf and do all these noble and healthy things for yourself. That I think there's just like an overwhelmingly amount, amount of pressure to start the new year on a good foot. And I know that I've suffered from that and I hadn't really thought about it because everyone talks about like winter, like the holiday depression, but you're supposed to in quotations, get over that once the new year starts, because it's like a blank slate. But I think that I've noticed myself not feeling as motivated to do that because, you know, it's, it's hard to wake up every day and want to do it, especially when it's dark and cold out. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but like, I feel like I just haven't, 
I haven't had a January where like I've had to do something in a long time. And now that I do have to do something, it's a little weird. It's a foreign, foreign concept to me. Yeah. I think January can be a little bummy. Cause like, yeah, when people hit the new year, they're like, Oh, I'm going to make these goals and stuff. But like people seem to fall off like the wagon, I guess pretty quickly. So like, I guess that might play into it as well. And also, like, if you look at movies, like, movies that come out in January, you know they're going to be ass. Like, they're going to be They usually, bad. they're always ass. They're really bad. Wait, why? Why is that? Um, just because like, they're at the start of the year um, that not many people are going out to see movies. Like, once, like, there's this movie coming out with Gerard Butler called Plane. Like, have you heard of it? No, I have not. Exactly. It's coming out January 13th. Nobody's fucking watching that, did, bro. Did all the Star Wars come out in December? Yeah. December. Yeah. Always okay. December. They Avatar December. A lot of them suck, so that would help your claim, but For I was sure. just curious. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess January. Yeah. I don't know why it's like that. I think it's just because like... I feel like... The start of the new year, you hope like you have optimism, but, but then life starts to get in the way. It's I, like... It's just another month. So it's like... uh. Oh, I would I would have liked to think that life would have like this year my life would have been great, but like that's not how life works. It's just like it's just on a constant like thing, you know. Life is life. If that made any sense. Yeah, I hear you. Do you, do you think Australians deal as bad as this the when we do? The January it's, boys? Because it's you know, they got great fucking weather right now. It's summer. They going out to the beach. Yeah. They going on the, the what do they got the barbecue? What, what Bobby. Uh, Bobby. The Bobby. Yeah. Shrimp yeah. on the Bobby. The, the outback. No, but I do like it's kind of annoying. I was thinking this the other day. I was talking with someone else who's a I don't give a fuck about astrology signs, but who else is a Capricorn? Capricorn is the worst season of the fucking year, man. This time of the year is like legitimately weather wise, like the worst time of the year. There's nothing really going on other than playoff football which is amazing but that's one day out of the week you know i need more than that um sun's not up for very long yeah and like i don't know yeah the whole new year thing too especially getting older like like why can't i just why can't i just be january like why do i gotta be fresh and start new Mm -hmm. what if i was chilling before oh shit my bad what if i was just chilling before that but Take it day by day. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. Spring soon. What do you think, Sean? Oh, I was okay. just say real quick. Maybe it's because you feel like more of an individual. You don't feel as connected with everyone because it's like, what are you doing to make your year better? And it's like always about me, me, me. And you're not focused on everything else that's going on in your life, the other people that are important and you know how they're doing. I think maybe that's something that I suffer from. I don't know how other people feel about that, but it's always like okay, new year, like, what are you going to do to change your life or to make your goals accomplished? And if you don't do it, you're a piece of shit. The only person telling you that is yourself. Like no one's going to care if you, you know, guys, I'm gonna have a moment of honesty. This whole 30 that we're doing, it's been really hard for me. I have cheated a number of days and I'm like, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, and I commend you all for doing it. Sean, for the listeners who don't know, Sean, Stevie and I are doing this whole 30 thing that Sean got us started with, but it's been hard. Like I find myself not being able to eat and my, my meals aren't as overall well. And I think that's kind of a sign of what the dangers with new year's resolutions are is like, you feel like you have to stick it out the whole time because you owe it to yourself that like, if I don't do it now, then the rest of the year is going to be shitty. But in reality you can make the change whenever you want and it doesn't have to just be because it's the new year. So I think that, 
I've learned a lot from the way that I've changed my eating. Again, it's only been eight fucking days, but again, I just wanted to be honest with you. I wanted to tell you how it was going. I appreciate that. Thank you for your honesty. Don't talk to me for a couple of days, <laughs> all right? Uh, <laughs> do you want to go? You want me to go? Yeah, I mean, the whole the whole 30s well, tough. Whole 30s tough. I didn't cut dairy because I went to Tanzania for two weeks and didn't have dairy, and I came back starting dairy. If I cut out dairy, my gut really doesn't <laughs> like that. And I, I love dairy too much to start playing those games, you know? Like, let's just keep it in the diet. Clearly, it's not great for me, but I'm I'm chilling. I'm not going a whole month without it and then really fucking on my gut, you know? I'll live with, like, the small gut problems. Like, <laughs> when we were in Atlanta, <laughs> I, like, just popped my head. I asked a question. Answer this. On, do you think you burp or fart more? Me? Yeah. Fart. Yeah, I was the only one great, that said burp. And I'm realizing... Like our friend Allie was like, Matt, I think you just probably have bad indigestion. I was like, I do actually. Yeah, like, you should probably get that checked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I probably should. Man. But you know, it's the things that you live with in life. But I'm not cutting dairy. Uh but yeah, it's been tough. I've I've been enjoying it more and more each day. I've it's kind of been like like, yeah, like I don't need to snack throughout the day and I don't need the added sugars has been tough. And I, that's like the happiest thing I've been like really strict about um, because added sugar is in fucking everything, man. It's in ketchup, barbecue sauce. doesn't matter what the, f like granola bars. And added sugars are the shit that fucks you up the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, cause it's not supposed to. And be I already there. feel yeah. like I'm leaning out. Like I'm still going to the gym every day and I feel like I'm getting into better shape already. So I'm excited to see how I feel at the end of the month. Yeah. I'm excited for it to end. Like I was saying this to Jack, like this is the first time since like I was probably like in middle school. You remember when you're in middle school and you're like, oh man, just can this school month, can this month end and then I'm out of school. Like I just want this month to end. Like I'm like, fuck dude, like I can't wait for January to end and then I can eat like a normal person again. <laughs> what do you think, Sean? Um, About Whole30 or about just January, January in general? The whole thing, I, I, shit. I have a different take on January. I like January because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a reset. So, like, yeah, like Jack's right. Like, you can start it whenever, but I kind of like, like, I don't know, restart. Like, let's do something. And so, like, last year I started cooking more, and I like did it with one of my buddies, shout out Atticus. Like, he lived a few floors below me in my apartment, and we did it for like four months, and it was solid though. Like, we were both learning how to cook pretty well. It died. Like, we didn't make it, but we made it four months, and that was a win. I felt like because like that's a pretty long time to do it. Maybe it was three months, but still, like it still like went longer than I thought it would go. So I kind of like January, and I've never had like the depressing January. I definitely like get like there's not a lot of light out, and like we've talked about seasonal depression. I've definitely have experienced parts of that before, but it's like a new page is turned, and like you're through the holidays, and like everyone loves the holidays, but it's a lot of stress in the holidays. So, like you get back into your routine, like you're back at home, you have like. If you have a gym schedule, the gym schedule may restart. And yeah, like, I don't know. I like Gym's January. Packed again. God Playoff football's on. Bowl games are on. College basketball's getting full swing. I like January. January's sick. So I disagree. I like, it's the worst part of the year. I think it's a great part of the year. But it's either January or February. I'll be on one of those two months. One of those two months. Because what other month would it be? I don't know, maybe fucking December. Hey, chill. That's a great month. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah. That's when Christmas is. 
and my birthday. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so what's know. the whole deal with this like thirty thing? Like, how is this gonna like uh, better you? Because not to be rude, because I feel like after this month you're just gonna go back to drinking again. It's it's the whole point of you when you do come back to the next month, you're gonna realize that like there are like certain things. I so, feel like this is like a very intense thing you're doing. So technically. And I, I did not want the pot to get down this road, but that's all good. But what technically what you're supposed to do, I don't know. Cause I will, for some time I've talked like with He's so many people so many times. this like weekend about it. And I guess it was Paul Carlson table. I don't give a shit. Like so many people are like, Oh, I don't like that. I'm not saying I don't like I know it. you're not. I know you're not. So I'm sorry. But it's like, I didn't, I, <laughs> I was like, this dude I didn't, made you real, I didn't ask you. If you liked it or not, you know, like not you, McPherson, but like <laughs> people point. are like, oh, like, well, what, like, what are you doing? And then I explain <laughs> it, and they're like, I don't like that, and I'm like, well, that's fine. You don't like that. I don't give a fuck. But like, <laughs> why? Like, I don't know. Like, why would you say that? Like, I don't know. Like, this just makes no. Like, you asked the question. I answered the question. I didn't ask. Like, oh, let me know your thoughts on it. Like, I guess I'm just concerned. But like, you're doing this is great. You're like actively trying to be healthy. But like, what's gonna happen next month? Are you? Because you're gonna start so, drinking again, right? So what you're supposed to do is you do this for thirty days, no you, doubt, baby. And what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to completely follow it for thirty days. So you're not supposed to have like any cheats, do anything. It's all good if you do. Like it's not that big of a deal. But like, this is the theory. The theory of it is that you're not supposed to do anything for. You're not supposed to break it for thirty days. Then when those thirty days hit, you implement one thing in for a week or two. So you add just one thing that you couldn't have in, not not everything all at once. Then you go back to eating like Whole30 for a week or two. And then you implement something else. And then you go back to eating Whole30. And then you implement something else and go back to Whole30. So you see how those different things are impacting your body. Okay. So like Stevie had a great example of dairy. he went to Tanzania and he didn't eat dairy for two weeks <laughs> and he came back and like, oh, like it doesn't work very well. Like this is supposed to show you like, oh, this is how my body reacts to dairy. So how you take that information, do with it what you will, but it's supposed to show you how you do that. And it's also supposed to reset any cravings you may have. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, I'm a huge snacker and like, especially late night snacking. Like I wake up and I like, I'm, I get waking up by the f- fact that I have to poop my brains out. So like limit eliminating <laughs> like, like buffer there for a second. My brain. <laughs> I want to make sure everyone's comfortable. No, Fucking not lagged. Uh, but yeah, like late night snacking, like I have a really bad habit of doing that. And that is the thing that I'm really trying to eliminate is no more late night snacking and no more like just eating for the sake of eating, like eating purposefully and sticking to a meal at this hour, this hour and this hour. And then once I'm done with dinner, like I can have water and that's it. But I think I'm at the point in my life where I know I eat healthy. I don't have bad eating habits. It's about like making sure that it's overall healthy. Like I can eat really healthy throughout a day. And then at night I'll go out and like crush a whole tub of Talenti ice cream. I'm like, this just doesn't feel right. Like it tastes really fucking good. Don't get me wrong. But it seems like, I'm selling myself short if I'm eating really healthy throughout the day and at the end, just undoing it all. That's my biggest takeaways. I hope to have more self-control when it comes to eating sweets, eating processed foods, eating things that, you know, have empty calories. That's what I'm hoping to get it from. I know I eat well, like 90% of the time, but when I don't, 
it seriously fucks me up. Like uh, my sister and her boyfriend and their family came over and like someone put Reese's in front of me and I was like, dude, I'm eating those Reese's. There's no doubt about it. And the next morning, like I, I had terrible stomach ache and it, cause I hadn't eaten processed food and added sugar in five days. And like, I noticed it right away. So that's something that has, I have taken away from the whole 30, even though it has only been what, seven or eight days. So I'm hoping that that's something that I can take away from it. Right. And I completely agree with that. So I, I think like a lot of people eat really healthy and there's a lot of ways to eat healthy without doing this. Like this isn't like the only way to do it. Right. But like Jack, like I would then like go out and drink on the weekend and then eat a bunch of bad food and just like resets what I did for the week. So I wanted to reset that. And I just wanted like the mental challenge of like, let's just see if I can do it. Yeah. You see what it does to my body. Yeah. Well, not like not even like mentally with all the peer pressures. Like yesterday we went out for our friend's birthday party and we went out to a bar and we didn't drink. And there's a couple other guys doing it too. So like it initially started as, can we, can I not drink for 30 days? And then I was like, well, I know people that have done this. Like my mom has done this and a couple other people and I've had success with it. So let's just like give it a whirl. Like it's January. January is a sick month. You know, you reset the page. So I was just like, fuck it, let's do it. And some other people got on board, which is super dope. And I just wanted to mentally be like, see if I could do it. Like through all the peer pressure, right. And having to like stay true to it everywhere you go for 30 days. Could I mentally do that? Yeah. That's why I wanted to do it. That's cool. I'm a little bit on both. Like I'm, I like, like the mental challenge of this, I want to mentally challenge myself and like really put my like body through something. <laughs> yeah, I want to mentally challenge myself. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I died when I, when I saw them laugh. Um, but then I also do want to stop my cravings because I do feel like I have a terrible food craving problem. But at the same time, selfishly, I'm excited to see what my body is going to look like after these 30 days. Dead serious. And like to know. I'm glad you're mentally challenged. Yeah. <laughs> It's really sick, dude. It's really big of you to admit that. I'm mentally that, challenging know. myself. <laughs> you haven't let that yeah. stop. As long you as before. you're challenged mentally, I'm all <laughs> No, I'm no, no, no. I'm challenging myself mentally. Um, yeah, to especially know if I want to like do it ever again. Like I, I could just do it. Fuck yeah! Well, yeah, that's cool. Where I'm really, I'm really uh, proud of you guys, and it, well, it's not easy. Out. Like for real, I commend you guys and anyone who is doing. Oh, food shout out, or shout, like, shout out, Bikette. you know, alcohol related transition at the beginning of the year. Like, I think that the thing that maybe is the hardest is you don't think about your food f- eating. And when you do think about it, it stresses you out because I know like during this time I've opened the pantry, I've opened the fridge and there's been a lot of food in there. I'm like, Oh, I don't know what to eat. There's nothing in here. I'm going to starve kind of thing. So, but Hey, it's teaching me something. That's all I can really ask for. Uh, shout out to all those alcoholics going through it. It's tough, man. I am an alcoholic and yesterday was tough. <laughs> it was, man. Maybe you are mentally challenged. <laughs> yeah, like what was that? But seriously, man, I get it. Do you ever think Shut that <laughs> Yeah, okay. Do you ever think that sometimes maybe um your whole life is like uh like what if you were like mentally challenged and everyone's just like being nice to you? <laughs> like, like your whole life is like a joke. Like, like you three are in cahoots and you're like, can I do this podcast with, with Matt? Like, we signed up for it. It's our hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I've never thought You've never that. thought about this? Like, like everyone's one, in on Like, like it's one t- big Truman show? Yeah, yeah. Like everyone is in on it on the world and you're not. And they're all like, oh, yeah, we'll 
will take care of Matt. Like I go to work. Matt's coming in. Matt's coming. <laughs> Come here to make some drinks for you guys. And they're like, yeah. And there's like no alcohol. <laughs> You've never thought this? No, but I love the idea of it. Yeah, I mean, if it, we we us three could very well be like playing like yeah for sure. Show, like you don't know for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't get depressed in January. Should we, uh, should we, should we spin the wheel? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's fucking go. Uh. Spin that wheel. Well, it's hard to get depressed in January when you're just depressed all the time, right? State of the world. <laughs> Your dad at 24 years old would think you're a dork. Yeah, right now. yeah. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. <laughs> I can't eat carrots. Fucking me up. I can eat carrots. I said dairy. Oh, I I'm eating carrots dairy. too. Oh, carrots, my bad. Well, we landed on state of the world. So, what's going on in the world today? Oh boy. Um. So you just saw White Lotus. Yes. Have you guys seen White Lotus? No. You haven't seen White Lotus. Nope. Pounded that shit in like a week. Good, right? Yeah, very good. You should watch. I've heard mixed reviews. Really? Yeah. What are the people that didn't really like it said like there's like no real plot to it. Okay. Who are you well, to? I wouldn't say there's not a plot. <laughs> I would say there's there's not a point, but I think that's the point. No, there is a point. But I think they don't tie up. They don't like resolve storylines. Yeah, so is it like Sopranos? But that's the point. Is that like so it's like Sopranos? But it's like a one season series. But yeah, like two well, there's two seasons. It's now. anthology. It's an anthology. So like the whole story happens in one season. Oh, so the second season's completely different. Right. There's one there's one character who stays oh, the I same. Think you told me that, Ashley. It's it's more like a um what's the fucking word? I've been trying to like figure this out because I've been watching shows. But like uh it's a contemporary look on our world. Like it's a it is like a conversation on like how our society is nowadays. Like we're very material. It's a commentary piece. Com- yeah, thank you very much. It's a commentary piece. Like we're very materialistic and like uh, what we value in other people and stuff like that. Like you, like without blowing it, like good things don't end up like, like the shitty outcome always is the outcome kind of in the show. Bro, chill. But it doesn't blow anything. It won't give away anything. Yeah. But but it, I do I do see how it is a reflection on like how where we are where people care more about money and status than they care about like actually making relationships with other people and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like just the whole story of Albie and Portia in season two. Yeah, is like a great. That's good. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Tom Brady kissing his son on the lips? I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't like bother post me. Post like story, like them like hanging out in a hammock, but they're like they were spooning, 100. Like, yeah. Like, I don't think it's a big deal. I, it really annoys me that people in, in the comments are like, "What the fuck?" It's like, dude, why do you care? But imagine you're the kid. Like, do you, how you know, old's the kid? Twelve, thirteen, not very old. Oh well, then I thought he was like. 14, which I guess is only a year older. But I don't know. I feel like <laughs> it completely changes things. Yeah, I don't know. I thought no. it was like in high school. But yeah, imagine if from his, like, I get wanting to sh- express affection for your son and like show how much you care about him, but don't make the dude sit on your bathing suit and then take a post a picture of you kissing him on the cheek while he's like clearly reluctant to the idea. I wouldn't. Is it clear that he's reluctant? Yeah, how do you know that? 
it just, okay. Maybe I don't know for sure, but if I was a 12 year old boy, the last thing I'd want to be doing is having my father project his love onto me over social media and then make it like, I don't want to say sexual, but just seems like it's, I don't know. Again, I, it's not my family life. Maybe it's how Tom Brady grew up. Yeah. I don't think there's any way Tom Brady is mistaking his son as like a sexual object. I know. Nah, I don't think yeah, that. Yeah, this is not the conversation. I didn't mean that. But like, um, listen, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. If I saw somebody doing it, I'd be like, the kid's pretty old. Like, he's pretty tall. And then I just saw him sitting on Tom Brady's lap and be like, okay. And then if I saw Tom Brady, like, smooch him on the lips, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Like, who is this kid to, to Tom Brady? Do I need to call someone? Exactly. And be like, that's just his son, bro. But, um, so, like, no. Obviously, like, for me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. It's strange to me. But, like, I don't know if that's how he's about it and like whatever. He's just showing his love. There's a lot of people that um, whose fathers don't show him any kind of love. And I think I'd rather have that than my dad be cold. To it's me. it's that's the same great, thing. It was the same thing with LeVar Ball. I thought he was way too much and over. But the best argument was like he just loves his three sons. So I'd rather him love his three sons over the top and be so in my face about it than not care about his children at all. So I think that's a good way of viewing it. The other way I view it is my parent, like I grew up with like, uh, like physical touch and affection was like a big way. My parents expressed their love for me. I mean, I wasn't like 12 years old cuddling my dad by the pool. Um, (laughs) but so like, that's like the only, like my sympathy I, I have is like, yeah, that's just like, you know, like, I guess the way how Tom Brady shows his love to his kids. It, it is interesting. It You took his first kiss. <laughs> He's never going to get that back. That that video is, I will not, that video is weird. It's just weird that it's out on social media. That's my biggest thing. I don't care if you like. The video of him kissing his son when his son's like. I want to say like eight and then he's he like seven like and then he's like come back. Yeah. That wasn't on the lips. Oh yeah. Like, I forgot to about me that. it's just. I don't care if you do it, but don't make it so the kid, like, that's all he's known for. Brady's parents need to come out and be like, we we raised him this way. <laughs> we did this to him as a kid. Maybe so He's not making these decisions on his own. Maybe it's just my bias against Tom Brady, but I think it's a little weird. What do you think, Sean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I see both sides to it. Like, he's definitely, he's like, playing into it now that people are going to comment a gazillion things to it. That's what I think. I, I, I forgot that he is kind of a troll. He's, he's like, playing into it. He's yeah. Like, oh, they expect it. We got to keep going. Well, I, don't know. I, would, I would see him being that type yeah. of person. I feel more bad for the kids that, like, uh, like, they're just, they're just, holy shit, I can't talk. Giselle, like, the picture, like, rumoredly of her with, like, A.B., and like that whole like divorce, like live on social media. Like I feel more bad for them about that than like whatever dumb shit Tom Brady's yeah, and like conversations about who his mom is dating and now who yeah. is now who Tom Brady is dating. And I'm pretty sure that that girl is probably closer in age to his son than him himself. Yeah. Like I would, I feel more bad for those kids in that situation. Like for that, that sucks. Yeah, I would like when you you're probably like weighing all the things that Tom Brady's kid has to go through, like your dad, like posting a picture of like 
him kissing you on the cheek on Instagram is probably not like the worst thing you have to deal with. Yeah, it's yeah. just the cheek. Yeah. I kiss my dad on the cheek. Do you think? No, no, no. I, I just, <laughs> because that, that, the whole kissing on the cheek is not like an American culture. It's big in Europe. Yeah. It's yeah. big in Latin. Do you think, do you think you, your dad got that from your mom? <laughs> no, I don't kiss my dad on the cheek if my mom's not there. My, okay. my mom's like, kiss, kiss your dad goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my dad's like, <laughs> do it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, if it was up to me and my dad, we would just be like, yeah, peace out, love you. Um, but my mom's like, da, dale un beso. Yeah, so like it is a very uh, Hispanic thing to do. But correct me if I'm wrong, Tom Brady's white as fuck. To, uh, white, to my knowledge, very, yeah. very white. Yeah, so. Dude, you know, maybe Giselle is, she foreign. She's German, bro. But that's that's they're not that, very that's about as white as it they? comes. Not, but, not but like French people and Italian people, they kiss each other on the cheek. The Germans are not very affectionate, I would say. I don't know if they kiss each other on the cheek. I can't tell you that. I don't think I don't think they do. Maybe you know I shouldn't be so judgmental. I kissed three of my best friends at New Year's. So, yeah. yeah, you know, I I guess I am open to the idea of who'd you kiss first? Kissing my son on the lips. You is that what you wanted me to say? <laughs> I'm blessed. You know they who's, say? who's the best kisser out of all three of them? Be um, honest with me. So like, Sean was definitely caught off guard. I think Matt could tell it was coming, but Callahan had no idea, and he kind of was like. Whoa. So I would say Callahan because he was like t- not expecting this, so kind of like leaned into it a little bit more. Oh, Callie! <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> oh, I was gonna talk about the state of the world. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah. When it, I was listening to, I just thought that was interesting. I was listening to a podcast and in the eighties, they asked this question and 80% of the people when they asked, do you think humans will ever not have war? Like, is that like an innate part? And 80% of people in the eighties said like, yes, like humans will end war. Now only three out of 10 people say that. So I was wondering, what do you guys think? Do you think we'll ever be in a position where humans don't fight wars? No. Yeah, I'm. I'm the same. I'm not optimistic about it. Does I'm, it? Does it have to be wars with us? Like humans fighting wars against each other. Like conflict. Yeah. Conflict. W- violent conflict. The, Within humans. The optimist to me wants to say yes, we can steer away, but I think people would just care too much about power and influence to let things slide. It's like religion stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exp- you can't. Some, you can't joke about religion. You know. You just can't do it. Yeah. Got to take everything seriously. <laughs> God is always listening. Do. We're fucked. I'm uh, just kidding. No, it's good. Uh, no, but I'm with that because even like think about like countries that aren't as developed as us that like have like wars in their own borders. I mean, hell, like sometimes I'm worried that this country's not might have fight itself. Yeah, you know. So, um, but I will admit the podcast did make a good, it was a radio lab podcast, by the way, if people are interested, um, did make a good argument that maybe humans are better than we think. And it was more just talking about how it was like from more like a scientific, scientific point of view. Like if you look at how dogs and how they've become domesticated and how like their physical features have changed over years and now how they how they don't act as aggressive and everything. Cause they like humans over time have become more domesticated. Like our physical features 
are happening similar to what happened to domesticated dogs. Like our bone density is way lower than it used to be. And our canines aren't as strong as like stuff like that. So like, and also with dogs, like they get domesticated like mentally too. So maybe like the whole argument was like, maybe one day, like we become so domesticated that like, we don't want to fight. We don't want to play football. We don't want to. Or maybe what? we got to fight like something else, like aliens or something. Or AI. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> yeah, like um, AI is terrifying. It is. Like Lord of the Flies. You, you, you have to read that in high school? No, but I want to read it. There's a, it's good an analogy on like man. Like, um, so like it's about these little boys that like, get like stranded on this island, right? Mm-hmm. And the island is like untouched humankind hasn't touched it and then boom like a like a plane crashes into the island disruption immediately the boys get out they're stranded they like go to the top and they like throw a boulder off like the island and you could you can see it like break up all the uh the trees it just like causes a lot of shit so like it was like a take on like no matter where mankind goes they have to like destroy something so maybe not even like inherently war but like we always gotta like fuck shit up for some reason yeah, and I think part of it's, like, genetically, like, they talked about, like, baboons. Like, they always, for some reason, males get together. They always are get, like, super aggressive. But then they had, like, they talked about this one baboon thing where, like, how they somehow got isolated and, like, the males were more nurturing. But, like, it's such an isolated scenario that they're, like, it can never be replicated again in nature. So, yeah, maybe one day we'll stop fighting, but... I think we're bad people. Well, speaking of uh, like what's going on today in the world, what do you guys think about the Idaho murders? Uh, I'm definitely against it. <laughs> I'm anti. Yeah, I'm anti-Idaho killer. That's I'm, interesting I'm, stance. Can you explain why? I'm pro-murder in Idaho. <laughs> I'm pro-murder in Idaho. Just in Idaho? Just Idaho. Oh, okay. Uh, Fuck potatoes. What? First of all, <laughs> you're not going to eat anything then for the next 20 days, bro. I know. First of all, most interesting college town name in America. Ma- Moscow, Idaho. It's not pronounced Moscow. Oh, it's, it's, is Dude, it like, you are really into wow, this. Wow, you really are. Is it like, holy shit. Is it like Nork, Delaware, where it's really pronounced New Ark, Delaware? And it's then like in Jersey, it's Moscow it's or something. It's like not pronounced the same way as the Russian capital. You said it the same way. You said no. Moscow. Not oh, Moscow. Or like it's pronounced differently than Moscow. Yeah. It's pronounced differently than the Russian capital, but it's spelled the same. But these Idaho murders have been insanely interesting and you have been obsessed. So why don't you just give us a little rundown Uh, on everything that's happened? Sure. So I am not like into true crime or any of that. To be honest, I never understood how people like got so into like crime podcast or like learning about like former serial killers and stuff. I've just like never understood that until this. I've like totally like one night I was at my like aunt's house, like catching up with her. And she's like, do you know about this? And I was like, I mean, like kind of like for the news, but like non depthly And we like went through and I just got like hooked. So pretty much the police report just came out uh, a couple of days, like this past weekend about, and like it has the whole report of the stuff and like how it went down. And it's like fascinating. So I guess, before I like what just down? go on a huge monologue, no, why don't do it. why don't someone like else maybe like share like what you know? That's what I was gonna so say. So McPherson 
we thought you didn't know anything. It sounds like turns out you do. I know things. Um, <laughs> so what what do you know? Yeah, so it was what is it? Three people died. Four people four died. Four people died all in somebody's uh apartment built uh apartment. Yeah. Um but they weren't in the rooms. They were like in the main they were in the living room or something. They were just sleeping like outside rooms, right? No, no, exactly. Oh, I thought, and then like the what I thought was the killer comes. Doctor Deshaun Dibel is going to fill you in. <laughs> Deshaun, thank Dibel. you. <laughs> but he just came in and like stabbed them all, right? Yeah. So like, what this guy? There's, it's this, and two people else who survived. lived in the apartment were there and didn't die. Yeah. So what happened was, is it's like this, this apartment. I guess it used to be like all individual rooms were running out. Now like the whole thing is one unit, but there's. I think six bedrooms or at least like there's bedrooms on all three floors. So the main doors on the first floor, and there's a sliding glass door on the second floor. Yeah. So like each door has one bedroom in it. Um, I think there's each. So there's three levels. There's two bedrooms on each floor. And then there's an entrance on each level that you can get to. So there's you an can entrance get to on the, the first floor and the second floor. Yeah. Not the third floor. Like, you know, something have like a sliding glass door. Like, is it, this a house? Yeah. It was, much. No, it was three apartment. It, it's, pretty, it's a house. Yeah, but it was three apartment complexes that they made into one that like think if they made it kind of like the apartment complex kind of looks like Hunter's Ridge. Okay. Like like imagine if they took like three Hunter's Ridge apartments that like were right on top of each other. Just think them. about it like a house. Okay. It's pretty much a house. So two girls died on the third floor in the same bed and they were like stabbed with a knife like a big like military grade knife and then when the report was that two people died on the second floor in a bed and they ended up not being dead in the bed but the two girls on the first floor survived and nothing happened to them so the report just came out and what happened was this guy that like is a grad student at washington state which i guess like isn't that far from idaho university 15 minutes Oh, really? It's that close? Yeah. Okay. So 15 minutes. So he killed them. I like, at least is being accused and like is detained. And he like, so what happened was he went up to the third floor and killed them. And one of the girls downstairs, she came, he came through the second floor, sliding glass door. One of the girls from the bottom floor heard it and they had a dog and they heard the dog barking upstairs and stuff. But they thought that it was just like one of the roommates playing with the dog then she heard like some crying and stuff. Then someone coming down on the second. Then she heard more noise on the second floor. And she came apparently like she like opened or maybe she wasn't. She came. She opened the door to like look out and saw a guy like in all black, like talking to one of her roommates, boyfriends who passed away. And he was like, it's OK. Like, I'm I'm here to help you. And like why and then like said the person walked right past her and like left the scene and then she like went back into her room like locked the door like through the night and then like there's all this like she didn't call the cops no but she didn't know what happened like she didn't realize like people got murdered so she saw the dude that did the murder yeah talking to somebody she heard a male voice so it was either one so like the three people that died it was three girls and then one of the girls is boyfriends so she heard a male voice it was either him saying that or the guy that passed away that's what they think but four people died two people died in a bed on the third floor and then two people died just like 
in on the second floor. Yeah, wasn't like one of the guys like sitting at the like the guy was like sitting at the counter or something like that. I didn't read that, but I I think like he was like in like he was not in bed. And like the initial report months ago was that he was in bed. And then there's all this evidence of like the cell phone. Like he came around that house like twelve times prior to the night he killed them. But what's what is also interesting is how they were able to get the probable cause to for the arrest is Idaho happens to be one of 12 states where you can use the parents DNA as a way to match up DNA to use as probable cause. So they tracked him all the way out to Pennsylvania. His dad took out trash and they were able to find his DNA in the trash and they were it, with a 99.998% yep. chance they're saying that they are like related yeah, and so that so like they found a hair at the crime scene because he also left the knife he left the murder he didn't weapon. leave he didn't leave the knife he left uh, what the, the knife goes in yeah he left like the protect sheath. yeah the sheath thank you of the knife so they got the DNA off that and they didn't have, to Stevie's point, the DNA of him, but they got the DNA of the dad and it matched to that percentage of a father-son figure. They do now, because now he's detained, they will do a DNA test on both of them, but they just haven't came out yet. Have they released a motive at all? No, that's like the big thing. They have no motive and they still don't have the murder weapon. But they like, he had like weird, like he was doing some study at uh, Washington. He was a criminology major undergrad and then grad school. He was doing some weird study at Washington state. And he also had a Reddit post like a little over a year ago and he wanted to do a test or an experiment on people that committed crimes and like they're feeling like right after they committed the crime. And is, there's also like a lot of reports about him having like severe OCD, like really bad OCD. He was like, a, especially with like food, apparently he was like a hardcore vegan like he went home for Thanksgiving one time and made his parents throw away all the pots and pans because like they cooked meat in them and he like refused to eat anything. He did whole 30 for like three months straight. It was crazy. <laughs> he would hate our podcast, bro. <laughs> but it was wild. His he life, his life was whole 30. He brand new phone this summer. He like just redid his license plates. He turned off the phone. Like the phone had no signal in like the hours, like right before the murder and then like after. And he like he showed, yeah, left Washington and started like driving to Pennsylvania. Like the two weirdest things. To, well, this isn't that weird. It's just like kind of like really freaky. Is one of the girls ordered DoorDash at four a.m. Like the DoorDash got there like at four o'clock, and the murders happened at like four thirteen. Oh, was he DoorDashing? No, he wasn't the DoorDasher. But how wild is that? That's really crazy. Like actually. he was probably already there. Like. In he his was, car? He was trying to time it with something like that, probably. Nah, do you think? I didn't think about that, maybe. But it's more just like, dude, if that, like, imagine if that DoorDasher, like, either saved them or, like, also died. The whole thing is so freaky. It's terrifying. It's yeah, so freaky. It's freaky. But they don't know they don't have the weapon. Um, yeah. It's And another weird thing is that the dad flew out from Pennsylvania and then drove with him. From or from Washington to Pennsylvania back for for Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's not looking too good on the dad either. I don't. But I know he's, I don't he's not be going to that jail. podcast because there's like a bunch of social media people like you know like throwing out their conspiracy theories like the last like, couple months. I don't, I don't want us to be that. But yeah, it's kind of just it's like suspicious. It's just weird. 
Like, why would you fly out to then drive back with them? I've done that. Uh, yeah, I guess like a road trip. Yeah. Like okay. They also talked about. They bro. also talked about. They saw him deep cleaning his car. Like, was that in Pennsylvania or was that in Idaho that he did that? I don't know. That's a good question. Probably Pennsylvania. Probably Pennsylvania. Because they had they had surveillance on the Pennsylvania house for like weeks. Dude, the whole crazy. reports on the internet. I can send to three y'all. It's like. I don't know. I think like 19 pages, 18 pages. Was it it's the, not that it's pretty quick to read. Was it an FBI message? Did the yeah, FBI take yeah. it over? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's how they got all this. Yeah. Like they have FBI experts on like cars. So like they were able to picture his car and consider it a white, whatever from like 2011 to 2013. And then it was a 2011, 2016. And then they had someone that was like an expert on cell phones and the report's really cool. It's like this person is the expert on cell phones. They've done this history they've done like these type of crimes for this many years, including this many years of the FBI. And they've done these tests, like they're certified because of blah, blah, blah. Like, it's pretty cool. Like how you don't think about like who's an expert on looking at cars, but like these people, like that's their job. Like these people are expert on like how cell phones hit different cell towers and like being able where to your locations it. would be at right yeah. time. Right. But, like that's like their entire job. It was pretty wild. Super scary. I, I hope that like he's the guy and they got him. To like relieve all the people uh, in Moscow, but yeah, pretty and, wild. and the families, of course. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And like, it's sad. Like, one of the girls that passed away, like her ex boyfriend, like got like accused and like crucified on social media because people said like he did it, and like that sucks. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine? Like, he didn't do anything. But anyway, fascinating read. Definitely been like, addicted to it. Yeah, I mean. That's scary as fuck. Cause you always think like, um, oh, I don't have to lock my like. I usually don't think if I locked my door or not. Pretty nuts. Yeah, I think that was something that was also really hard hitting. Is we went to a school where it was really not common to lock doors. Never lock. I never locked my door ever, and so like you can see, like I could totally see how like. These girls didn't even think about locking their door. It's, it wasn't even probably something that they ever did. And it, yeah, it just sucks that some demented man is running around. But luckily he's caught. Yeah. Word. Depressing, depressing way to end the pod. Uh, hey, it's, it's an important thing. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's something that's current that's going on. But again, Happy New Year, Beef Nation. Thank you guys for listening to episode 18 of the beef first one of 2023 hope everyone's uh, having a great start to the year thanks again for your patience regarding our delay in the release we promise we got big things and plans for y'all for the rest of the year take care have a great week y'all we we will huh, we will be back uh next week with episode 19 again writing some questions if you have any please keep leaving us reviews subscribing on all of our socials and whatnot we love you guys have a great week one love catch y'all later Bye-bye, cuties. Yeah.